0: We're recording. Okay. I'm not a reality show person, but the second I saw the promo for this, I knew I had to check it out. It just looked different. It looked like everything was heightened, everything was amped up. And so today we're talking about Bling Empire, the new reality show on Netflix. And i love it three two
1: one hi i'm gretchen and i'm richard welcome to daily chit chat join us every weekday as we talk about what's streaming what we're
0: loving where we're going and maybe some obscure references let's Let's chit Chit Chat. chat
1: it's pretty great
0: Like I said, I don't normally get into these kinds of shows, but there's, like, just enough of, like, people that seem like they're actually well-balanced with the people that are a little more uh, living in their own rich person bubble.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would describe this, and I feel like it knows what it is, so this is not a diss on either property. But this is basically Crazy Rich Asians, the reality show.
0: Yeah, they basically market it that way. In the description for the show, it says it's a reality show about Los Angeles's Asian socialites. And how
1: they are extremely wealthy. Crazy rich, if you will. Yeah, yeah. They're some eccentric quote-unquote characters obviously these are real people so to call Mm -hmm. them characters is what it is because they're they they are characters though yeah
0: yeah they even the way that these things are shot well i mean richard you can correct me because you watch more reality tv than i do or have more exposure but it seemed like things were more cinematically shot with this not just like a drone shot or a sweeping crane shot, but just even the filming of people kind of going about throughout the uh, activities of their day, it seemed like it was a little more cinematic.
1: Yes. I noted that immediately upon watching the first episode, even it, I, I kind of scratched my head. I'm like, wait, this is a reality show, right? Because like you said, it was very film, like very movie magical, like just spare no expense on the production value. So, for a, you're right, for a reality TV series, they're focusing this to be more like a film, and that made it kind of cool. And at first, I really did think, Is this a mockumentary? But then I realized, No, it's completely real. They just had big budget, nice cameras, like good direction, good, just everything meshed together so well. It might as well be a crazy rich Asian sequel.
0: Yeah. And they start with a, a character who really seems to be like the constant woo kind of character from Crazy Rich Asians or introduced. It's basically like like a cold open start where, you know, like most reality shows, you have like the quote unquote reality that's being documented. And then you have the talking head interviews where people give their side of the story or they give some background or they share their thoughts And so we start with essentially this cold, open, talking head of Kevin. Kevin's like the normal person who has been introduced to this life that is filled with luxury and wealth and riches and socialites. So we start with Kevin and he says, I, you know, moved to L.A. I didn't know anybody, but then I became friends with Kane and, as soon as I met Kane, then he introduced me to all of his mega wealthy friends, and everything just kind of took off from there,
1: yeah. And it's good to have Kevin because he is the quote unquote new kid in town compared to everyone. He maybe has known people for about a year, mm-hmm. and so we're we are really getting the the lay of the land with um, Kevin as he's experiencing some of these things for the first time or, you know, things he's not quite as experienced with. Like he'll say, I don't remember if this is in the first or second episode, but he'll say, no, I've never had a home shopper come bring me um, luxurious brands of clothing to my house where I could try them on and then I could buy them right in my living room. That's never happened to me before. And I'm like,
0: because it was in episode one uh where kevin was like yeah i share a house with other people and i think i pay a thousand dollars a month and to me that's a bargain because we're right in the heart of la and i love it and the wealthy friends around him are like what they're like i pay nineteen thousand a month for my place so yeah kevin's keeping it real
1: and then they're like They're like, I could um, buy a pair of shoes for your monthly rent. And he's like, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we've got Kevin. He's like the one who had a fairly typical upbringing. He was raised in Pennsylvania. He shares that he was born in Korea. He was adopted either at birth or as a very small child. His uh, adoptive family, his parents are white. His sibling is white. And so he says, in a way, he's kind of already accustomed to being like the person who's not like everybody else he said growing up he was usually the only asian person in the room in his school and so he you know is now like the only not make a wealthy person in this group of friends and he said in in some ways you know he's kind of been preparing for this his whole life so his friend that got him started with all of these uh, rich people is Kane. And Kane is from a mega rich family that is like in development and property, and they own some of the most expensive, biggest shopping malls all over Asia. Um Some of the other people we meet is Christine. Who constantly refers to her husband as Dr. whatever their last name is. She's always like, and Dr. So and so and I and refers to their child as baby so and so. (laughs) They're like everything is just like baby this, baby baby that, Doctor So and so, Doctor So and so. Um Yeah, we've got we've got Christine, we've got Kelly, who has uh, in some ways, risen like a phoenix from the ashes because her ex-husband was arrested for fraud, something to do with, uh, like, a phone scheme, a phone scam or something. Um, and she now is like, oh, and I'm so happy, though, because I'm dating the guy that used to be the Red Power Ranger.
1: Oh. <sighs> Oh, yeah.
0: Um, and then finally we meet we meet Anna and everybody's like, Anna has been reclusive for so long, but she's finally like back and socializing and Anna's the richest of them all. Uh, and she's also older than everybody else. Like everybody else in the show is in their 20s. Anna's, it seems like Anna's son is the same age as everybody else. Yeah. And um, they're like, she is the daughter of a weapons dealer. <laughs>
1: Right. <laughs> like they made tanks. And Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, going back to the Red Power Ranger yeah. girlfriend. Yeah. Christ- um Christ- uh, Kelly, excuse me. Kelly. So Kelly, um Tristan and I noticed when she said, and I had no idea what my husband was up to. Yeah. We kind of were like, sure you didn't. And or, yeah, you probably just kind of Smiled and shook your head up and down like, "Uh uh-huh, whatever you say, honey. Oh, I mean, her
0: husband, her husband was Shits Creek and she was able to say she knew nothing about
1: it. Exactly. That's what I think.
0: But her husband's in jail. Unlike Schitt's Creek, um, her husband didn't just, you know, get left with nothing. He is serving time.
1: Yeah. And... And some would argue, and this is maybe a spoiler, but some would argue that her new boyfriend, the Red Power Ranger, is also trouble in his own way.
0: Oh, yeah. The second, the, so the first shot we have of Kelly and her boyfriend is they are standing in the bathroom. They are both wrapped in towels, like they had just gotten out of taking a shower together, and they're like smooching on each other. And my first thought was like, this is. A reality show this is this is not your uh pornographic tape that you are either selling or giving away to people so i just thought that's a real real unusual choice that that's something that you're comfortable Mm -hmm. with is not even just like being naked in front of camera or being wrapped up in a towel. It's that they were being naked, wrapped up in towels together, kissing in front of the camera. It was like, oh, uh, are you you ready to have sex in front of a reality show camera? I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know what they didn't show us, but it was a very unexpected
1: choice to see for this kind of reality show. Right. And so one would wonder, oh, are they just trying to make out in front of the camera to give us an illusion that they're perfectly in love and happy? Maybe. No,
0: it's that the Red Power Ranger is a very controlling person. He is not talked about fondly by the other people on the show. And then we actually get to witness his verbal abuse to Kelly. And it's like, if this is how he acts when he knows he's on a reality show, what is he doing when he's
1: not on a reality show? I thought that same thing. I was like, he cannot control his temper when the cameras are on. So when they're off, I wonder what it's like. Um, I don't know if you've seen farther than the first episode.
0: I got partway through episode two. So, But I did Google what happened to Kelly and the boyfriend. Are they still together?
1: Okay. I didn't Google that far. I just Googled his name, basically. And it was like, people are mad that he was abusive to her on the show. And I'm like, well, we're already witnessing it in episode one. In episode two, they're going to counseling. And it seems like he has abandonment issues from his parents, which I'm not giving him a pass. But he's taking out his aggression for his abandonment of his mom and dad. And he's just putting it on her like 100%. And that's very stressful. And she's trying to be like the fix it girl. Like, I can fix you. And he's like, yeah, I'm working on myself. I'm going to fix myself. But also he's not showing signs of fixing himself. He's real volatile. And even when talking to the other friends on the show, they're like joking around with him about sex and stuff. And he's like, how dare they talk about the sex I have with my girlfriend? I'm like, oh, no, it's one of these guys.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So
1: he's real trouble. And I don't know if he'll come back and be the Red Ranger anymore or what's going to happen to his career. But this is not a good look.
0: No, no, that I mean I'm genuinely like worried about Kelly from just watching this first little bit. This show the first big event that happens cuz a lot of these like rich people reality shows is like people are always having big dinners or events or parties or fundraisers. Right. So the first big event is that it is a Chinese New Year celebration. Uh it is Christine who who we should all remember her husband is a doctor. That's how she refers to him. Mm-hmm. And also the first seat time we see her husband, I legit thought it was her dad. And then she was talking like it was the husband. I was like, Oh, that's right. Rich people. This is how things go. Yeah. So she is planning this big party and it's year of the pig so that was 2019. So
1: I was going to say it must have been 2019.
0: Oh man, what a time capsule. Yeah. <laughs> what a time capsule to go back. I mean, not even like I would have been able to go to any of these fancy parties. It was more just like look at people walking around. They can do that. <laughs> having fun, sharing drinks. No masks. No masks. Yeah. Just coming hither and yon. Uh <laughs> And we see really quickly that there is, like, this rivalry between Christine and Anna. But then you very quickly pick up on, like, oh, it's all one-sided on Christine. Christine. It is. She's starting it. Wants Anna's life. She wants Anna's wealth. Yeah. And she keeps saying all of these little things that I think are supposed to be her way of, like, starting a little fight. With Anna, and then Anna just gives her, like, this look, like, mm-hmm. my parents are weapons dealers. You don't even know the life I've lived. So if you're trying to throw shade right. because my my uh, jacket that I'm wearing is Dolce Gabbana ready-to-wear and not Dolce Gabbana couture, you've got another thing coming. I am yeah. way too big of a person to... Uh, try to think that that's like a diss that's gonna affect me
1: yeah i thought that was pretty um um there's a better word for it um it was pretty fierce in a Mm -hmm. negative way of her to be like coming at her for her ready to wear (laughs) items also she got she wore the same necklace that she knew (laughs) and had or anna had
0: yeah like this like very expensive uh louis vuitton diamond necklace and christine very purposely wears it to anna's dinner party and so then anna like expels her to the far end of the table at the dinner party she moves the name cards around so christine sits in seclusion
1: um and there's literally like a 10 minute conversation about do you know the meaning of moving name cards on a table and what position you're sitting on and i'm like i guess that's very important yeah
0: yeah it is to
1: all of these people um and and prince william
0: yeah yeah just the yeah the, the thing is like christine just keeps trying to come for anna and anna's just like please
1: yeah I think Anna's on that.
0: I really like Anna. I, I do too. I thought like, so Anna's first introduction is you see she's wearing like this couture gown and she's got a sledgehammer and she's like, I need to fix my closet. And she legit is like hammering like the walls in her closet and her best friend is like, stop, that might be load bearing. And she's like, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And so I was like, oh, boy, here we go. Who's this kooky character? But the more Anna talked, the more I liked her. And I was just like, yeah, you grew up in this really weird, lavish lifestyle. But um, she seems to have a good head on her shoulders as much as anybody can who has only lived in that kind of like ultra rich environment. Right.
1: I... I appreciated her as well. I know from the idea of this show, at least the way they're framing her, it's like she's lived in such a way that now she's kind of trying to reach back out to to have closer friendships with people and they are the younger crowd, but she's like really like taking Kevin under her wing and like saying, "Hey, you know, I want you to dress nice. I want you to have nice things. And then he kind of got confused by his other friends. Like that was some sort of, you know, uh oh, it's a test, you know. And in some cultures, they'll offer you things, but you're really supposed to refuse those things. And then basically, her laissez faire attitude is like, no, just don't let the clothes or the items or the cars drive you or wear you or, you know, control you. You need to be. A real person and these are just nice things and YOLO you only live once and also I want you to look nice and dress nice and have nice things and it's you know if I give you a present in my eyes it would be rude to refuse the present and so she has this definite air of like giving and you know living for relationships that maybe she didn't have good relationships before right Who knows
0: right um yeah, I, I like Anna. I don't know if it's, like, her age difference or her maturity, but um, I I was here for her. I very quickly became Team Anna after two minutes.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I do want to revisit, though, this scene where... Uh, and this is part of just, like, being on a reality show, right? Like, some of these, like, scenarios or situations, I don't know if these people would have necessarily done these things like for example at the very start kane uh is like meeting up with kevin before they go to the chinese new year party and then kane's like kevin what are you wearing you can't wear something like that Wear these clothes of mine and i'm like i don't think that probably would have gone down that way if they weren't on a reality show i doubt that was even the same day i have a feeling they probably filmed that before or after (laughs)
1: Right. No. The the party. <laughs> but... You can tell that they had to do some stuff like that. Not, not to say that none of this actually happened, but like you said, the order and events of the things you're seeing may not have happened in that order.
0: Right. Well, or just even situations where it's like, I don't know if they even would have like done it or done it like that. So there's one where Christine goes to a motorcycle dealership and she's like, uh, I, she's with Kane. And she says... He's like, why do you want a motorcycle? Do you know how to, do you even know how to drive a motorcycle? And she's like, oh, it's fine. It's just like riding a bike. He's like, no, it's not. It's not. He's like, but what is bringing this on? And she goes, well, I'm just worried that there's going to be a disaster and I'm going to need a motorcycle to just get out of town. And she's like naming like all of the disasters, but she doesn't name a pandemic. And I just thought, oh, Christine, you were so close. But you missed the mark.
1: <laughs> yeah, you were so close and you missed it.
0: She was like she was like a disaster is coming but she just she named the wrong one. She wasn't a motorcycle's not going to help you in the pandemic.
1: Yeah, right, you can't escape it because literally It's out there and you have to stay inside to guard yourself from it.
0: Also, she's the mother of an infant. I mean, I guess if it's like a truly apocalyptic situation, you strap that baby to your chest and you ride your motorcycle. But it is not advised that infants travel on motorcycles.
1: No, dangerous.
0: So I don't know if she was also going to get like a sidecar or get like a motorcycle for the nanny and the baby. I don't know. But um, I just I had to chuckle in the way that only people who are living in 2021 can when we watch when we watch things from two years ago it's like oh sweetheart right if only you if only you could ride a motorcycle away from this virus (laughs) exactly anyway uh i'm i didn't know how much i would like a silly reality show about rich people but
1: I'm down I'm I'm hoping they do a, a season two I think they said online that they are going to come out with the season two I don't know when that timeline would be if they already had it in the can before all these COVID stuff or if they are going to start filming it now but I do hear it's popular enough already being a new show that it'll come in time I'm sure also uh, I, I agree with you great show um at first it was hard for me to even see people with that much money and how they spend it but if i just kind of forget you know that <laughs> i'll ever be in that situation i can just have fun watching them do it right just
0: free yourself there's like there's nothing i could do to help or harm these people from getting more or less money so yeah. I'm just gonna watch what's been documented
1: right Exactly. And that's the fun part of it. And since we can't keep up with the Kardashians anymore, you might as well start living this bling empire life.
0: Exactly. Okay, everybody. Well, have a wonderful weekend. We have some fun things planned for next week. So uh stay tuned.
1: Yes. Keep up with us, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.